Hi out there. I'm Pat Polly, and I want to welcome you to my show, Artbeat Northwest. Each week, we interview someone from the local art scene. And this week, we're talking about a mural project, Lake City Murals. And here to talk with us are Mark Mendez, who works with the Lake City Mural Project and the Lake City Teen Mural Project. And he also works for Seattle Parks and Recreation, currently in leadership programs uh, to understand, to underserve youth in North Seattle. And then Andrew Miller is here. He is an artist who works with the community and other artists and with teen groups to design and paint murals. And he also, in his spare time, does videos and he does paint by music shows and he teaches art. And then we also have Chris Leverson, director at Lake City Future First and a small business advocate. Welcome to the show, Mark and Andrew and Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Wonderful to be here. Thank Wonderful. you. Oh, great. And we're so happy you all three got here. This is great. But before we get started, let's talk about another art event coming up this weekend. That's Saturday, July 16th, the Fremont Solstice Parade. Now, everyone is welcome to join in. If you want to be in the parade, you can be in it. <laughs> but there are rules. No printed words or logos. No live animals or motorized vehicles. And, of course, no weapons. And... If you just want to watch it like I do, uh, the start time's 1 p.m. But for the best experience, I always get there well ahead of time. And then I watch the annex as they get ready to begin the parade. It's really fun that way. And parade itself is edgy, artsy, dancey, and fun. It's kind of adult-oriented. It's a true celebration of summer in Seattle. We love that. Also, uh, get to the Fremont Fair, and that's June 16th and 17th. Over 400 vendors selling arts and crafts, plus lots of food and beverages. Don't miss this event. It's really one that's a lot of fun. And also, I had to talk about literary arts, and the best of that is Steven Pinker's Enlightenment Now, a must-read Uh, And a recommendation from Bill Gates. Uh, It's a favorite book of his. And believe me, it's a page-turner. Pinker champions reason, science, and humanism for aiding our civilization's progress, but warns that the progress is not free from attack. The book is long, but his writing is very clear and well-researched. And it makes me more wary of the pessimism that seems to pervade our culture. Hope you will all read Enlightenment Now. Wonderful book. We'll be back shortly talking about the Lake City Murals Projects. Stay tuned. Hey, parents, what are your kids doing this summer? Get a jump on summertime planning and enroll them in summer art camp at the Kirkland Art Center. Week-long day camps for ages 5 to 12 are led by trained professional art instructors. Themes include art safari, upcycling art, art heroes, mythical creatures, rocks, fossils, and gems, and even more. Teens, check out the teen intensives and learn something new or hone your skills in figure drawing, oil painting, clay, 
or graphic novel illustration. There's even hot wax painting. Camp enrollment has begun already, and the best weeks go by fast. So visit kirklandartcenter.org for more information and register for your summer fun with art. KAC promotes artistic mastery and community participation in the visual arts through innovative educational programming, contemporary exhibitions, and dynamic events while providing stewardship of the historic Peter Kirk Building. We'll see you this summer at the Kirkland Art Center. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with Mark Mendez, Andrew Miller, and Chris Leverson about all the murals being painted in Lake City. First of all, though, let's talk a little about little old Lake City. We were saying, you know, they used to be on ads all the time, but it has a different viewpoint now. Uh, who wants to talk about just kind of what Lake City is? Sure. Uh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, I lived in Lake City. It'll be 40 years uh, July 3rd. So I've seen a lot of Wow, Mark, changes. that's a long time. Yeah. Uh, my mom was actually born in Germany and adopted from an orphanage. And then she grew up in Lake City. And my dad is from Puerto Rico. He grew up in Puerto Rico, um, fought in the U.S. military like a lot of Puerto Ricans. And he ended up in Seattle, and my mom and dad met, fell in love, and that's how I'm talking to you right now. That's how I became a Seattle Rican instead of a New York Rican. A Seattle Rican. That's I right. like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's my email, actually, Seattle Rican. <laughs> um, so there's been a lot of changes. As the Central District and South Seattle has gentrified because of a lot of different issues, Lake City has become more diverse. And the perception of North Seattle has always been a lack of diversity, kind of wealthier, but that's not the case anymore. Lake City... North Seattle has become one of the most diverse neighborhoods in all of Seattle and also one of the most underserved. I have the pleasure of working with uh, refugee youth and families, recent immigrants, a uh, very large East African population. So uh, Lake City has become one of the most diverse neighborhoods, and a lot of city officials and leaders have not caught up to that reality, which means when programs are being thought of to help families and youth, Lake City is kind of not really thought of. So one thing I want people to know in this interview is that Lake City needs help. We need more support. Uh, we have wonderful, beautiful, diverse families that, um, you know, need uh, employment programs or art programs and things like that. Um, <clears throat> we have one family that owns many different properties, uh, the Pure family. They have a lot of dealerships. That's kind of where the little Lake City came from. Uh, someday they may decide to redevelop their properties. And that's, that's a lot of land. So that could be our chance. I like to say that Lake City is a blank canvas. And together we can paint this beautiful portrait of what we want our neighborhood to be. And that's, that's what we're doing with these mural projects. We're trying to make the neighborhood a place that we all dreamed of. And getting um, families and youth involved in this process has been a very important part of, of what we're trying to do here. So... Yeah, it's, it's okay, been... so uh, you have a whole lot of buildings here with walls that apparently the landlords, though, have not really kept up very well. And uh, so you're really getting the youth together, which I think is a real important part of Lake City. Right. Uh, so, and you've gotten some grants and so on <laughs> uh, to get this going. Um, so why don't you go through what it took to get this mural project going, and what it's doing for Lake City. Sure. Um, I saw that my friend and high school buddy, Andy Miller, 
was doing murals in uh, different parts of the city. So I emailed him and Facebooked him, hey, Andy, do you want to help us do a mural, our first mural project with youth in Lake City? And what'd you say, Andy? I said, <laughs> absolutely. Be happy to come down and take a look. And I went in with a totally open mind in terms of what my expectations were of um, the scale of these projects, um, whether it was going to be one project, whether it was going to be several projects in a short period of time, how you know, these projects were going to be allowed by the, by the landlords, by the property owners, by the business owners, and how the business community was going to respond to us approaching them with these projects. Um, so I came in, Mark had, and Chris had both you know, done a lot of legwork with communication with these businesses, of course. Um, so, and that was crucial that in was order cru- to have absolutely. this project going, Absolutely, right. absolutely. Um, and the idea was, you know, towards the end of summer two years ago, um, was to install our first project. Um, I said, absolutely, let's do it. There was more, it was, it was a volunteer um, opportunity for me to take advantage of uh, and just be involved with, um, with these youth and kind of, I'm learning on the fly with them as much as they are with me. Um, they were um, less familiar with how to produce murals and how to uh, design and conceptualize these projects. So my job was basically to facilitate their vision and, um, and help them develop a, a piece that spoke to the community um, and represented them as a group. And uh, it, it was at the Elliott Bay Brewing on uh, Lake City Way. And, and that's your first one. That was our and first And that happened after you had a lot of meetings with these youth, this youth group, right? Correct, correct. I met with them um, during the summer on Mondays and Wednesdays. Or, yep. And, uh, and I'm sure they had a lot of ideas of did. what should <laughs> be did. on there. And we sure. talked about that and what represented their communities and what represented their culture. You know, with the diverse backgrounds of many of these students, it was really important for them to understand that, you know, the nature of Lake City might be very different from um, the values and cultures in which their families have raised them in. Uh, So I wanted to encourage them to, you know, to put all of their energy into uh, having a voice for this project. And the voice is really a big voice because how many cars go past these murals every day? 40,000 cars. Yeah, it's about 40,000 40, cars. Commutes, I, mean, yeah. I mean, what an audience. Right? It is. It's impressive. <laughs> and for the students to also understand the levity of, of what they were communicating and how many people they were communicating it to, um, and also understanding that they're making these corridors in this neighborhood safer. You know, when there's art on walls and when there is an area of, of culture, people tend to pay more attention, and I think that creates a safer environment for an entire community. Right. So, um, And a sense of pride, don't you think? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for both the students, for the, uh, for the directors of these programs, for me and myself, and for all of the community um, who witnessed it happen, uh, it was the first of now going on our 10th, 11th project at this point. Over oh, two my years. goodness. Well, tell me, how big was your first one? It was a big mural, wasn't it? It was, yeah. We used the uh, the north wall of Elliott Bay Brewing. Um, the owners are just wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful people, um, huge supporters of, uh, of the community, um, and just welcomed us in and um, lent us as many supplies as they uh, as they could muster. And, it, yeah, they uh, – and, and, 
you know, looking at the scale of it, there's, there's, uh, I think we used about half of that, uh, a quarter of that wall, but it was, it's, you know, it's an, it's a monstrosity of a, of a wall anyway. So <laughs> mm-hmm. we did what we could. Um, and it is, yeah, it's a, I want to say at its height, it's about 12 by 40 by 12, I want to say. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. Of course, you've got all these, all of them are huge, aren't they, that you've done, your mural projects. And then you've got a huge one that you're working on starting this summer. Correct. Yes. Um, with the help of Chris and Mark, uh, <laughs> Chris was able to secure a grant for Lake City Future First through the uh, the oh. Office of Economic Development. And um, he and I and Mark, we, all, we chatted about uh, options of walls in which we identified in the neighborhood um, up and down Lake City Way that uh, were suitable for these youth projects. And I got in touch with, with Metro Transit and Dale Cummings, who runs the Metro Shelter Program murals. I say that right? Um, <laughs> and he had, was he stumbled upon our group when we were painting at one of our projects last summer at the Double J Saloon and was really encouraged about the projects that we were doing. And uh, so I reached out to him um, in the first part of spring, and uh, we identified a wall on 98th Northeast and Lake City Way, along with the wall at 95th Northeast and Lake City Way, which is about a 200, 220 by <laughs> 15 at its at its height. It's a large retaining wall at a three-way intersection at uh, Northeast 95th and Lake City Way Northeast. And so what we're also finding, Pat, is, is that that really adds some cohesion along the corridor, a business corridor, too. You know, that's something. You do have a situation in Lake City where you've got sort of a cluster of businesses. You go a little ways. There's not as much. You have uh-huh. a few more businesses. So, you know, um, that connectivity is, is also proving to be really crucial. And it's probably an identity thing. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. And when you talk about those thirty to 40,000 cars passing by every day, you know, it's. I think Lake City gets a bad rap. We're often thought of as, you know, just a pass through. But <laughs> right. this, this definitely, you know, it raises our visibility. It, it does demonstrate that there's there's stuff happening in the community, and there is a lot happening. And you community. probably hear that a, a lot of positive things from people passing by, don't it, you? It, it makes a difference. You bet it does. <laughs> and uh, now graffiti's been a problem in the past, but when these, uh, when the youth is involved in these wonderful. Uh, murals, I, I'm sure you don't have any graffiti on your murals, right? I have had experiences with youth in the past who have uh, who have vandalized pieces of mine um, and have vandalized um, pieces within the community. I have also had the privilege of reaching out to these youth and expressing the harm which comes with it, and also un- beginning to understand where their angst comes from and where that adrenaline drive comes from. So for me to be really reactionary to vandals in that aspect, I can I can state that these projects are safe because I think that uh, there is a good communication between the artist and these, these, these youth who are wonderful people once you just kind of understand where they're coming from. Well, um, do you ever recruit some of these graffiti artists to do your murals? I mean, I've had, they all want to be artists, obviously. A lot of them do. And I, you know, there's a, there's a, you know, there's a lot of members of this art community who, um, who have a, a very good hold and friendship with some of these people. And I think the leadership that they, that they 
hold with these kids um, is is of great value. So I just try to be, you know, facilitate as best I can and just hope for the best at the same time. I mean, yeah. I believe that art does deter um, vandalism. I just I think that's just a. I mean, it, it does happen, especially from time to time, if they identify with. Yeah, it. absolutely. Yeah. So I think that we're teaching the right lessons with these youth programs for sure. Well, that's great. But listen, it's already time for a break. We're here talking about Lake City and all of their wonderful mural projects. We'll be right back with more. From new exhibitions to community events, Bellevue Arts Museum is always new, always different, and always exciting. Through August 10th, check out Posada. Jose Guadalupe Posada and the Mexican Penny Press. Known as the father of modern Mexican art, Posada is famous for his popular and satirical representations of calaveras or skeletons in lively guises. On Saturday, July 14th, join us for the Artful Evening, BAM's most fun, festive, and important fundraising event of the year. With over 300 community leaders and friends attending, Artful Evening is the party of the summer and helps fund world-class exhibitions and essential community programming throughout the year. More at BellevueArts.org. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with Mark Mendez, Andrew Miller, and Chris Leverson about all the murals being painted in Lake City. And uh, if we go to Lake City, what can we expect on the murals? What kind of subjects do these kids end up picking? Well, very kind of whimsical ideas um, that they, they, a lot of them want to come up with, uh, with birds and flowers and uh, connectivity with, uh, and, and unity. The themes in which they illustrate that, um, you know, are very, very loose. And I just, I encourage them just to, just to express themselves with, with, their, with their ideas. And whatever comes out of it, I take all of the students' work, all of their ideas that they've kind of come together creatively with, and I combine those into a workable piece of art. And I outline it on the walls, and they come back in and fill in these murals with beautiful colors and see the, the impact that it does have on the community. So the, the ideas and the, um, the themes of each are very connected with kind of... Um, with each of these, much more unity and welcomeness and uh, kind of we are Lake City. So you've gone through this process with all of your projects? I mean, that's a huge thing. How many, uh, how many students do you have We've or been, youth do you work with? Is it quite a few of the youth in, it's in the probably, Lake City area? Yes. It's a, there's, there's, a, there's, there's a deeper aspect to the programming that Mark runs, um, and we, you know, meet a couple times during this process to kind of get their ideas. Um, Mm -hmm. And Mark runs so many different, you know, different programs with them aside from the murals. So the time that I can take with them um, is is limited in that sense, but it really gives them an idea of, of, of the job it takes to be able to create these things as a group. So, so Mark, you run other programs with the youth. What, uh, what kinds of programs are going on there? Yes, so like I mentioned, uh, I've lived in Lake City my whole life, 40 years, and uh, when I started working for Seattle Parks and Rec, I noticed there wasn't enough programs to help the teens become leaders of their own. There wasn't enough resume workshops or interview practices or service learning projects. So I've worked in uh, YMCA, Goodwill, South Seattle College, so all my experience has kind of prepared me for working in my own neighborhood. So I developed a program called the Lake City Young Leaders Program. Because I think too much in our society, teens don't think they make any difference. 
They don't think their voice matters. They don't think voting matters. But it really does. Even yes. some adults think the same way. That's true. So I work with these teens that come from all over the world, and we started volunteering at the food bank. So they would learn about food insecurity, and they would feel good about themselves because they're helping people, their neighbors. Right. And then we did our first mural for Elliott Bay. And Elliott Bay was so grateful, they paid for hamburgers and milkshakes for the teens. And then Toyota Sushi, the next business next to it, he asked for a mural. He came running out after us, oh, wasn't sure what he was going to say. And he said, do my wall next, do my wall next. So we did a uh, underwater-themed mural for him. But the teens wanted to make sure there was an environmental message. So it's, it was called Plastic Beach. So there was a wow. plastic cup, and it was underwater scene, but also a message about protecting your environment. Uh, we, had a, we had a refugee, Fortuna, who was homeless in Seattle for a while, found housing. She was in a refugee camp in Eritrea for a long time. She saw that people lacked uh, doctors. There was not enough doctors in the refugee camps. So when she came to Seattle, her dream was to become a doctor. So she got involved in my program and did a mural with Andy and with Chris's support. She got a scholarship to go to the University of Puget Sound to become a doctor. So these are the kind of stories we have in Lake City that people don't know about. Her contribution was a lady pouring coffee in a coffee ceremony. Ethiopia Eritrea has the best coffee in the world. So that was her contribution to wow. the mural. The food bank emailed me saying, we saw your mural on Elliott Bay. Please do a food uh, mural for our clients at the food bank. Oh. So we did one for <laughs> them. it goes on and on. <laughs> uh, one of the teen's ideas was to make a house with the language, uh, with the word home in 24 different languages. Ah. So Noah, the teen, he Googled all the different ways to say home in different languages, and that became part of the mural. Uh, the 95th and Lake City Way mural, it has welcome in how many different languages? We have uh, 24 different languages of, of welcome on that one also. So without the teens' ideas of having multiple languages, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have those. Um, so my program is um, based on civic participation. So we've met the mayor a couple of times, city council members, gone down to city hall to teach them how to advocate for themselves. So I want them to be able to take over for us someday. I want them to be the next director of Lake City Future First for leading these projects. And we're trying to build that platform and, and support these families. So. Well, it sounds like you have, you know, you probably have a lot of energy and intelligence and get-go in those children, <laughs> youth, and they just need to know the way, right? Exactly. And they don't have a chance to uh, shine. We have yeah. to let them showcase their talents too much of the time adults are telling them you do this you do that this is what you should be doing but they have solutions that we don't know about right. so now we're partnering with lake city future first to have something called the lake city youth advisory board so ah. teens will be part of the planning processes in the neighborhood so let's say the city has a uh, project they want to do uh, we'll get the teens in there so they'll get their opinion an example of that was a um, street mural we did in front of the library the teens insisted on a nature theme and also something to honor the Native Americans who were there a long time oh, ago. So it became salmon. and uh, So that's a kind of example. If we get the teens involved in our planning processes, the results, you know, we, we can't imagine what they're going to be. In the same time, we're building the resume. So they can put on the resume, uh, designed and painted a, a community mural, volunteer at the food bank, put on a, a community potluck. So we're building their resumes as they're doing these service learning projects which makes it more likely they're going to graduate from high school, get a job, and also go to college. So yeah, all everyone needs a great resume, and you're starting, and you're 
very forward looking. Exactly. And how has that worked out with uh, com- with your community first? Oh, it's yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, it's just like I say, you know, the opportunity to have those physical demonstratives of success and to just to have the youth be um, committed to the community and, and to find a voice. Uh, it's it. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And of course, their first voice is all of these wonderful murals. <laughs> and I'm sure the whole, you know, city is very aware of the changes. And of course, all of these uh, nice things on people's resumes are the real reason. But it's also benefiting that whole area and. You all are really doing some good things for uh, citizens of Seattle. Thank you. Thank you. But we are already running out of time. (laughs) Thank you so much, Mark, Andrew, and Chris, for all of your information. I'm so happy to talk with you and keep on doing what you're doing. It sounds like really a great program. Thank Thank you, Pat. Yes. Now, let's see. What is the best website to learn more about goings-on in Right here in little old Lake City, which is located uh, kind of close to Northgate, right in that area toward the lake, right? Right. Yeah, it's the northeast uh, corner of Seattle. Northeast corner yeah. of Seattle. Uh, gateway to Seattle. Yeah. Like gateway to, to Seattle. I like that. And, uh, and the enjoylakecity.org site um, is one that we're, it's a work in progress. We're building it, uh, but it's a, a community website uh, that uh, people should visit uh, to learn more about Lake City. Okay. And that, again, enjoylakecity.org. Enjoylakecity.org. Great. (laughs) And be sure to listen in every Tuesday for RB Northwest. It's at 5 p.m. every Tuesday drive time. We have news and views on the local arts scene. And I'm your host, Pat Polly, signing off on Alternative Talk 1150. Have a great creative week. And go see those murals. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.